0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Learning to Fly, the podcast. Today's episode is all about hope. Some of these poems you'll have heard on the podcast before, as they hold special meaning to me or they fit in with other featured episodes. But I feel like it's a nice thing to have all of these poems in one localized space in case you need to reference them later, or in case you ever need a little extra cheering up or lightness in your heart. Also, just a reminder, tomorrow's episode is going to be geared towards suicide awareness and prevention, so if you don't want to tune in tomorrow, I understand, or if you want to reference a different episode, maybe re-listening to this one would be a good idea. All right, with that being said, the first poem, the most iconic poem about hope in my world, is by Emily Dickinson, and it is titled, Hope is the Thing with Feathers. This poem, as I've mentioned before, was a huge factor in my love of poetry and was a huge driving force towards the name Sincerely Blue Jay. So, without further ado, Hope is the Thing with Feathers by Emily Dickinson. Hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all and sweetest in the gale is heard, and sore must be the storm that could abash the little bird that kept so many warm. I've heard it in the chillest land and on the strangest sea, yet never in extremity it asked a crumb of me. This next poem is titled Still I Rise by Maya Angelou. You may write me down in history, With your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, But still, like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Cause I walk like I've got oil wells, Pumping in my living room. Just like moons and like suns, With the certainty of tides, Just like hope springing high, Still, I'll rise. Did you want to see me broken, bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries? Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it awful hard? Cause I laugh like I've got gold mines diggin' in my own backyard. You may shoot me down with your words, you may cut me with your eyes, you may kill me with your hatefulness, but still, like air, I'll rise. Does my sexiness upset you? Does it come as a surprise that I dance like I've got diamonds at the meeting of my thighs? Out of the huts of history's shame I rise. Up from the past, like the root that's rooted in pain, I rise. I am a black ocean, leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide leaving behind nights of terror and fear i rise into daybreak that's wondrously clear i rise bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave i am the dream and the hope of the slave i rise i rise i rise this next one is titled won't you celebrate with me by lucille clifton won't you celebrate with me What I have shaped into a kind of life, I had no model. Born in Babylon, with both non-white and woman, what did I see to be except myself? I made it up here on this bridge between starshine and clay, my one hand holding tight, my other come celebrate with me that every day something has tried to kill me and has failed. This next one, there's so much hope to be had in it, but it takes a minute to realize that hope. This poem also ties in with the topics I've been sharing this month, so just a warning, absolutely take a moment for yourself if this piece does not resonate. Preface to a 20-volume Suicide Note by Amari Baraka for Kelly Jones. Lately, I've become accustomed to the way the ground opens up and envelops me each time I go out to walk the dog. Or the broad-edged, silly music the wind makes when I run for the bus. Things have come to that. And now, each night I count the stars, and each night I get the same number. And when they will not come to be counted, I count the holes they leave. Nobody sings anymore. And then, last night, I tiptoed up to my daughter's room and heard her talking to someone, and when I opened the door, there was no one there, only she on her knees, peeking in to her own clasped hands. This feels like a good place to share the poem, Perhaps the World Ends Here, by Joy Harjo. I hope I'm saying that name right. Um. But if not, I apologize. Everything is just black and white from collections that I've been given or have found. And this is perhaps the world ends here. The world begins at a kitchen table, no matter what we must eat to live. The gifts of earth are brought and prepared, set on the table. So it has been since creation and it will go on We chase chickens or dogs away from it. Babies teethe at the corners. They scrape their knees under it. It is here that children are given instructions on what it means to be human. We make men at it. We make women. At this table, we gossip. Recall enemies and the ghosts of lovers. Our dreams drink coffee with us as they put their arms around our children. They laugh with us, at our poor, falling-down shelves, and as we put ourselves back together once again at the table. This table has been a house in the rain, an umbrella in the sun. Wars have begun and ended at this table. It is a place to hide in the shadow of terror, a place to celebrate the terrible victory. We have given birth at this table and have prepared our parents for burial here. At this table, we sing with joy, with sorrow. We pray of suffering and remorse. We give thanks. Perhaps the world will end at this kitchen table while we are laughing and crying and eating the last sweet bite all right i'm going to pause here to talk about today's sponsor and then i will return with more poetry about hope welcome back this next poem is titled song of the open road by walt whitman one afoot and light-hearted I take to the open road healthy free the world before me the long brown path before me leading wherever I choose henceforth I ask not good fortune I myself am good fortune henceforth I whimper no more postpone no more need nothing done with indoor complaints libraries querulous criticisms strong and content I travel on the open road the earth that is sufficient i do not want the constellations any nearer i know they are very well where they are i know they sacrifice for those who belong to them still here i carry my old delicious burdens i carry them men and women i carry them with me wherever i go i swear it is impossible for me to get rid of them i am filled with them and i will fill them in return Two, you road I enter upon and look around. I believe you are not all there is here. I believe there is much unseen is also here. Here, the profound lesson of reception, nor preference, nor denial. The black with his woolly head, the felon, the diseased, the illiterate person are ought- are not denied. The birth, the hasting after physician, the beggar's tramp, the drunkard staggered, the laugh party of mechanics the youth escaped a rich person's carriage the fop the eloping couple the early market man the hearse the moving of furniture into town the return back from the deep they pass I also pass anything passes none can be interdicted none are but accepted none but shall be dear to me three you air that serves me with breath to speak, you objects that call from diffusion my meanings and give them shape. You light that wraps me and all things in delicate, equable showers, you your paths worn in irregular hollows by the roadside. I believe you are latent with unseen existence, you are so dear to me. You flagged walks in the cities, you strong curbs at the edges, you ferries, you planks and posts of wharves, you timber-lined sides, you distant ships, you rows of houses, you windowed pierced facades, your roofs, you porches and entrances, you copings and iron guards, you windows whose transparent shells might expose so much, you doors and ascending steps, you arches, you gray stones of interminable pavement, your trodden crossings, from all that has touched you, I believe, you have imparted to yourselves, and now would impart the same secretly to me. From the living and the dead you have peopled your impassive surfaces, and the spirits thereof would be evident and amicable with me. 4. The earth expanding right hand to left hand the picture alive every part in its best light the music falling in where it is wanted and stopping where it is not wanted the cheerful voice and the public road and the gay fresh sentiment of the road oh highway i travel do you see me do you say to me don't leave Do you venture not? If you leave me, you are lost? Do you say, I am already prepared, I am well beaten and undenied, adhere to me? O public road, I say back, I am not afraid to leave you, yet I love you. You express me better than I can express myself. You shall be more to me than my poem. I think heroic deeds were all convinced in the open air, were all free poems also. I think I could stop here myself and do the miracles. I think whatever I shall meet on the road I shall like, and whatever beholds me shall like me. I think whoever I see must be happy. Five, from this hour I ordained my loosed self of limits and imaginary lines. Go where I list, my own master, total and absolute, listening to others, considering well what they'd say, pausing, searching, receiving, contem- contemplating, gently, but with undeniable will, devising myself of the holds that would hold me. I inhale great droughts of space. I, The east and the west are mine, the north and the south are mine. I am larger, better than I thought, I did not know I held so much goodness. All seems beautiful to me. I can repeat over to men and women, You have done such good to me. I would do the same to you. I will recruit myself for you as I go. I will scatter myself among men and women as I go. I will toss a new gladness and roughness among them. Whoever denies me, it shall not trouble me. Whoever accepts me, he or she shall be blessed and shall then bless me. Six. Now, If a thousand perfect men were to appear, it would not amaze me. Now if a thousand beautiful forms of women appeared, it would not astonish me. Now I see the secret of making the best poems. It is to grow in the open air and to eat and sleep with the earth. Here, a great personal deed has room. Such a deed seizes upon the hearts of the whole race of men. Its effusion of strength and it will overwhelms law and mocks all authority and all argument against it. Here is the test of wisdom. Wisdom is not finally tested in schools. Wisdom cannot be passed from one having it to another not having it wisdom is of the soul is susceptible proof of its own proof applies to all stages and objects and qualities and is content it is certainly of reality and immortality of things the excellence of things something there is in the float of the sight of things that provokes it out of the soul now i re-examine philosophies and religions they may prove well in lecture rooms yet are not proof at all under the suspicious clouds and along the landscape of the flowing currents here it is realization here is a man tallied he realizes here what he has in him the past the future majesty love if they are vacant of you you are vacant of them only the kernel of every object nourishes where is he who tears off the husks for you and me where is he that undoes stratums and envelopes for you and me here it is adhesiveness it is the previously fashioned it is apropos do you know what it is as you pass to be loved by strangers do you know the talk of those turning eyeballs seven the efflux of the soul the efflux of the soul comes from within these empowered gates, ever provoking questions, these yearnings, why are they? These thoughts in the darkness, why are they? Why are the men and women, and what and at? While they are nigh me, and the sunlight expands my blood. Why, when they leave, do the pennants of joy sink and float and lake? Why are there trees I never walk under but large and melodious thoughts descend upon me? I think they hang there, winter and summer, on those trees and always drop fruit as I pass. What is it I interchange so suddenly with strangers? What with some driver as I ride in the seat by his side? What with some fisherman drawing his scene by the store as I walk and pause? What gives me to be free to a woman's and a man's goodwill, and what gives them to free to mine? And I've forgotten just how long this poem was, so I'm going to leave it there. That's only about halfway. And as much as I've read the poem and as much as I've appreciated it, like I said, I forgot it was quite so long. The final poem I was going to close out on is also quite long. So instead, I will just say, here's to hope. I, have you, I hope you have a fantastic day. And I will see you again tomorrow for another episode of Learning to Fly, the podcast.